0: Hello oh, and welcome to this week's edition of the Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. Oh, I hope you're good. I hope you're well. It's getting a bit nippy now, isn't it? November. Is drawing to a close, uh, the rain's getting colder, the winds are getting nastier, and that can only mean one thing: the freshwater predators are predatoring. And on the beaches, it's getting very, very cold indeed. So in this week's episode of the rodcast, we're gonna be looking at a winter suit from Frenzy. That's a three-piece waterproof suit which will keep you warm and more importantly, very dry in your nighttime fishing escapades up the beach for those nighttime barb sessions. That is in our tackle-on-test this week. And in our species, talking of those autumn and winter predators, I'm going to be looking at catching pike with lures. That's in the rivers, lakes and canals across the UK. How to catch a lovely, fierce pike using lures. So welcome along, one and all, to this week's Broadcast.
1: for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Well now, it's time for our Tackle on Test feature for this week on the Rodcast. And have you ever been in a fishing frenzy? Have you got yourself in a frenzy over what fish to catch, where to catch it? Well, there's a tackle brand called Frenzy, and that is what we're looking at today. A company called Frenzy, and we're going to be looking at the Frenzy three-piece winter suit this is the fxt winter suit it's deemed to be very waterproof very windproof and very warm which is just what you need so before we go on about this three piece winter suit let me tell you a couple of things a winter suit or a waterproof suit is a little bit different to a flotation suit don't forget a flotation suit is very warm windproof and waterproof and it also helps you float should you be unfortunate enough to fall in the water so a lot of anglers who are going rock fishing or boat fishing tend to use a flotation suit or if they're going anywhere where there's a danger that they might slip in the water the best thing to wear in that situation is flotation suit because it could possibly save your life now a winter suit is a slightly different thing one is it's a little bit cheaper and two is it's not going to float should you fall in the drink, as it were. But having said that, winter is upon us and we need to keep ourselves warm. And it's not always possible to buy a brand new flotation suit if you haven't got one because there are, for a good one, around about £200. And I know it's £200 well spent and even £300 on a flotation suit, which some of them are from the posher brands. Yes, it's a great buyer and it should last you a lifetime. But sometimes it's not always possible, but you do still want to keep yourself warm. And rather than piling on three or four jumpers and two coats and a pair of your other half's tights on your to warm. I've done that before in my time it's far better to have a nice winter suit where you can keep yourself warm and dry without being too padded up, quite often years ago I used to go fishing, you know, January and February blowing a gale and I used to have so many clothes on, I could hardly move to cast and it makes the night if you're fishing at night or even the day, very hard work, so if you get one of these modern suits, they're light but they're warm and they're waterproof and they're windproof and that is where we're going to start talking about today, so friends Frenzy are a British company, and they're situated in Newtown, Powys, in Wales. They've been going a good few years, and they know their stuff, so they really are good at targeting good quality equipment at a reasonable price, which is something I really love about this Frenzy company. Frenzy started in 2007, and since those times, they've really built themselves a good reputation for being a good tackle manufacturer, and that end N-Tackle, Waterproof Tackle, and all the equipment you need for a good day's fishing the three principals of the frenzy group are brian bancroft who is a director john michael price which is also a director susan elizabeth lawrence now she's the company secretary and jason mclean and dean jones are all part of the team or at least was a little while back and sure they still are so they are a very helpful company as well they're an approachable company that you can talk to if you want to know anything about their products at all and they work with good standard of anglers to develop their tackle which is another good thing. Mainly targeted at the freshwater side of things, the carp fishing, the lake fishing, etc. That's where Frenzy sit, but they do make things that you can easily use in the sea fishing world as well. And this suit is no exception to the rule. So let me tell you about this three-piece winter suit from Frenzy then. So it's a three-piece winter suit, which is waterproof, fully taped seams, jacket and bib, and a brace. It has hydrostatic head of five thousand millimeters. It has a heavyweight super warm insulated salafet and a jacket with interactive fleece layer. Now I'm not sure what interactive fleece layer means, but uh, hey ho, perhaps it interacts with your heat. But I'll tell you how I got on with it a bit later when I got up the beach with it. It has a Teflon protected fabric. Mm. and its market leaders in rain repellency it dries forty per cent faster and easier and it's easier to clean that's what teflon does protects the fabric and it makes the rain repel has a high rain repellency uh, it's got a fleece line collar zip protectors and hand warming pockets so important especially when you're up a cold beach or on a cold lake frost all around cold wind there's nothing better it's lovely to have a fleece lined pocket in your flotation suit or in this case your winter suit it's got adjustable hems and cuffs which is so important because when it's raining really hard that rain i found with a lot of flotation suits, some waterproof things starts to drip down and then starts getting into your wrists and because you're moving around a lot you start getting a bit of rain just around your wrists and when it's cold that is blooming annoying to say the least so a good elasticated and adjustable cuff in my book is very very important it's just for hems cuffs and elasticated waist and braces it's got a fitted thumb hole cuff for additional warmth the inner fleece with adjustable cuffs which we talk about uh, often must have those adjustable cuffs you don't want that rain running through and around your wrists. It's really frustrating. I put mine on. Now there's several sizes with this. They start medium. Okay. Size scale for this goes on up to extra large. So you've got medium, large, XL and XXL. Now remember you might want a little jumper on underneath this as well. So if you get one of these, make sure you've got enough room left in the size scale to put a jumper on if you need it as well. If it gets really, really cold, especially at night, sometimes it's nice to have that one extra layer without becoming the Michelin man and having loads and loads of layers on. In my case, obviously, I would get the XXL. Um, the size scales on these, I'll give you an idea, because it's important if you're ordering online to know exactly what you're kind of getting and it's nice to have an idea of the size scale and what suits what size. So the size on this is the medium one I'll give you the chest size of this because this is the important factor when you're going to be casting and walking around in this and moving around and baiting up. The chest size for the medium version of this is 41 to 43 inches 105 to 111 centimeters the large is 44 to 46, 112 to 118 centimetres. XL is 47 to 49, 119 and 125 centimetres. XXL is 50 to 52 inch chest, 126 to 132 centimetres. And the 3XL gives you a 53 to 55 inch chest chest and that is the one I would get mainly because I am slightly larger but also I like a lot of room when you've got a big chest I have like 54 inch chest you really need to have plenty of room within that suit to actually walk around and move as you're doing your night's fishing so I went up the beach with this on luckily a rainy day it's uh, quite often it rains down where I live but I wanted to just walk up the beach with this and give it a try my main thing with these sort of suits is if you can actually move I feel you need to move and you need to cast you don't want to be inhibited by having this suits on. I took mine up and I got changed before I went um, because it can be quite tricky slipping those trousers on and then the braces and then adjusting all the straps. So I, I cheated a bit really by getting this suit on before I went up. Having said that, it was quite handy to know because I felt that, let's think about it, how easy it was to drive in as well. A lot of flotation suits are awful and chunky when you're trying to drive, you know. Um, luckily, it's not too far um, to the beach from where I live. It's a 10 minute drive and I'm there. But anyway, uh, once I got in the car with it and drove with it, it's absolutely fine. I could move, I could steer, I could drive the car perfectly well. When I got to the beach, my other main issue with these is walking with them. Now, I had a little bit of a walk to get to my favourite spot. And it's not just a walk, is it? Because when you think about it, you've got to carry your rods, you've got to carry your rod rests, you've got to carry your tackle box. So it's important just not to have a walk in this with nothing else because you can say that, oh yeah, it's great for walking in when you haven't got two rods, an aluminium rod rest, a chunky tackle box with all your leads in it it becomes a slightly different story especially also if you're walking over shingle fine on a sandy beach it's a little bit easier but if you're out fishing in the winter and you want a good winter session on a shingle beach you need to know that you can walk across that shingle beach with this suit on quite easily without having to get uh, oxygen out by the time you reach your fishing spot which is (laughs) quite often the case when you've got so many clothes on and trying to carry so much things, especially uh, like me giving away my age but just in case you need to be able to make sure that you're not going to get tired out by walking it kind of defeats the object but i found it okay to walk in to be fair Um not a problem at all and um, i found tackling up with it was all right getting my rod rest out i'm getting my rods out and putting them together i wasn't struggling it wasn't tight it felt really good and it was just about right i mean i had my jacket undone because although it was quite cold and a little bit rainy i wanted that extra bit of freedom to move before i finally zipped up for what was going to be a couple of hours fishing in the rain Uh, i really did like this suit it was very light to touch as well and i felt that you could bend down in it and when it came to baiting up again i could bend down easily with this and get up again quite often with bigger flotation suits, certainly the older style, you get down on your knees to bait up and almost need a crane to get yourself back up again. But this wasn't the case with this suit, it was very easy to move in it and very easy to do what you need to do when you're fishing. The rain was coming down fairly hard so I zipped up the suit which is great, I was so pleased it was raining, not often you're pleased it's raining but I was pleased it was raining on this occasion because I wanted to see how waterproof this actually was. I've got to say, in what turned out to be three hours, with the pretty constant rain i was nice and warm and i was nice and dry and none of the seams seemed to leak i I searched desperately for a a leaky seam or a leaky neck seam or a cuff but once i tightened up the cuffs and uh, put the hood up and pulled that round tight this suit really was good for £139.99 retail, and you can probably get that a little bit cheaper if you shop around a bit, it's a pretty damn good buy. It's going to keep you warm, it's going to keep you dry, and it allows you to move and do what you need to do during a fishing session. So well done, Frenzy, for developing this suit. It's really good, really nice suit. And that is the Frenzy FXT three-pieced winter suit. And it's a good one. And that is your tackle-on test for this week on the Rodcast. Hello and welcome to A to Z of Men, a brand new podcast that helps explain, well, men. Each week, myself, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson.
1: We take on a different letter of the alphabet. What? In order?
0: Yeah, in order. We will find a word that best describes men that starts with that letter. So it's basically like a guide. Like a guide, yeah, that's correct. This will really help me explain myself to the wife. We tackle topics such as mental health, stereotypes, and stupid things us men do. Don't forget sex. Oh, and sex. Plus, you can send in your words, stories, and, well, anything, to A2Z, is the number two, 2 men at gmail.com, or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A2ZofMen.
1: So join us each Wednesday as we create the a to z of Men. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash
0: host well now on the broadcast it's time to look at our species section for this week and i am so excited 'Cause I love this cold weather we're having. People hate it but you've got to be brave. Got to get out there in the cold rain and wind and get out there fishing whatever sort of fishing you're doing. If you're up the beaches go and look for those big whiting and codling which are coming in soon or just get out on the rivers and the lakes and the canals around the UK and go in search of some pike which are absolutely blossoming at the moment. And there's nothing quite like being at one with the nature of our rivers and lakes. Looking at all the beautiful things around you, the trees turning brown and the leaves falling, getting ready for the winter, all doing their thing, their last thing before the winter finally sets in. And it's a great time to be at one with nature. There's actually a survey going on at the moment to look at the benefits of fishing and angling on mental health and how it can help you relax and how it can help you get through any mental illness you may have. And once that survey's done, I'm sure we're going to get some great results because there's nothing better. It's almost like a therapy to go out fishing whatever time of year. But at this time of the year, it's that extra bit special in this lovely British autumn that we're having which is part of what we love about fishing. It's not all about catching fish. Quite often I'll go fishing and I just enjoy being on the lake or on a river, watching nature as it was intended to be. And not only is it a beautiful time to go fishing in this lovely autumn weather, it is actually the beginning of the pike season. From now until about January and February, it's a great time to go hunting for those pike in the rivers and lakes around the UK. And that's what we want to talk about in today's species section. And I want to talk about pike fishing with lures. Last week we did dead baits, which is all good. But this week what I want to talk about is quick fix fishing, an easy way to go pike fishing without faffing around with dead baits, etc. And how we're going to do that is we're going to go fishing with lures now there's hundreds of pike lures available in the shops multiples of colours sizes rubber metal spinners and it's important not to get too bogged down with all that the way i always look at a lure when i'm going to be using it for pike fishing is how realistic it actually looks because obviously the best time to go pike fishing in the rivers and lakes is when the water's clear so it's cold a bit windy and the rivers are raging and in the slack little eddies lay those pike now the reason you don't want to get too involved in all these lures is because there's hundreds of them and you can spend an absolute fortune you could get a whole tackle box full of lures But basically there's three simple principles I feel with the lures. One is that I don't like lures that are too huge and some you get are really, really big. The other thing is you want different shades of lures. So if it's a kind of cloudy overcast day, then you want more brightly coloured lures, something with silver, maybe holographs that are going to take that little bit of light there is out there and reflect through the water. Quite often the bright aluminous orange roach lookalike lures are quite good to get and some of those done by savage lures for instance are really effective because they wobble like a real fish, they're in three sections. So there's lots and lots of different lures that you need to look at. And basically when you go into a fishing tackle shop it can be, or online, it can be kind a bit daunting which one do I use forget all that just get yourself say six to eight lures is all you need and that's quite a lot and just make sure you get varying types of lures the two types of lures you want is one that moves nicely and looks like a fish and it's going to drag through the water and wobble and look like a fish the other one you might want to look at getting is a diving lure the one with a little beak at the front which means when you retrieve that lure it dives down and the other one to get is a sinker which is a slightly heavier lure so when you want to fish down deep you can just let that lure sink down and most lures are weighted so you can get these straight off the shelf or if you're more ambitious you can actually make your own lures make your own pike traces which we'll go into very shortly but remember last week we spoke about pike on dead bait and we spoke about the care you need to take when you're unhooking these mostly for the fish, but also for yourself. They have got teeth, these pike, And although we always say they're a fierce predator, they are quite a delicate creature, really. And if you unhook them wrongly, or yank it, or leave the fish to run when you get a bite, you can cause quite a bit of damage to these fish. So the main thing to think about when you're pike fishing, be it on dead bait, and especially on lures, is not to let the fish run too far with that lure when you get a bite. Because if the fish is more likely to swallow it which gives you more aggro when it comes to unhooking it so when you lure fishing with pike when you get a take strike fairly quickly and then keep the line tense and right reel in and muscle that fish gently as i would say to the shore now the three lures types are uh, important because the different shades of light in different waters if you're in a big gravel pit for instance you want something bright because the water gets rather deep rather quickly and on the On the areas around the side of the lakes and the quarries is a great place to look for pike because they like to be lurking in the little eddies and the little shallows and the little features. If there's little curvature inlets in the lakes you're in, underneath from trees that are overhanging, that is likely to be where the pike and the perch linger, just waiting to get their prey. Now, tackle is very simple. You can get away with going fishing for pike on a carp rod. There are specialist carp rods around, as there is specialist barbel rods, and you can get, again, quite bogged down with getting the right rod to do the right job that's true to a certain degree but basically don't get hung up on that if you do have a carp fishing rod which is going to be a stronger rod with a fairly decent two and a half pound three pound test curve that's going to be fine for pike fishing if you're used to pulling in six to eight pound carp that is going to be fine when you get a six to an eight pound or even bigger pike on the rod will be able to handle it. So don't get hooked up on, pardon the pun, hooked up on getting all the big pike reels, the pike rods, because basically they're they're light sea fishing gear. I mean, I've got a bass rod, which is a wonderful Ron Thompson bass rod, which is 11 foot. And I like to do my pike fishing with that. It's quite a stiff rod, but it's got a usable, flexible tip so you can handle the fish quite well. So if you've got that rods of that ilk, Those are the ones you should be looking at. Carp rods would be fine. Now tackle-wise, fixed ball reels are good, but you can also get the bait runner multiplier type reels. But again, they can be quite expensive and the pike season is relatively short. So it depends whether you want to spend money. If you do, all well and good. Go and get a pike rod, get a pike reel, get a little bait runner multiplier, freshwater multiplier, but I wouldn't. I tend to go piking with just my carp reel, and maybe slightly bigger fixed ball, maybe a spinning reel. If you've got the like three thousand size reels by any of the brands—Lennefi or by Shakespeare or by Shimano—the sort of mid-size reels are fine line wise they do tug so really you want a decent line weight on this you don't want to be worrying about snapping off so you don't want anything about six to eight pound you want to get your line up to 15 to 18 and also a good braid line about a 30 pound braid is a good option on a fixed ball reel it's a little bit expensive but it's a really good line to get you in touch with that fish straight away so when that fish takes that lure you feel it through the rod straight away a good way of fishing with braid is to keep the line quite tight it as well so the fish doesn't have a chance to take your slack. So 12 to 15 pound line or 30 pound braid is about the weight of line you want and for a rod as I say a carp rod 12 foot 11 foot will do nicely and a fixed ball reel of about 3,000 would be absolutely great. Now I would say if you're going to go pike fishing and you're not that experienced with it but have done a little bit of it sort of beginner or intermediate it's far better just to go and look at buying the lures already made up and there's hundreds of them as I say. There's also hundreds of wire traces and they're very simple to rig up all you do is you would put a snap link swivel on your main line okay nice blood knot to keep that nice and tight and then you put your wire trace on and then you'd have your lure clipped on probably via a snap link swivel or a split ring onto your lure so you've now got your line down to a snap link swivel attached to that will be your wire trace and then your lure will go on to your wire trace. The, the reason we use wire traces is because pike have got teeth, although you could probably get away with something like a 30-pound braid, 40-pound braid trace line they're not going to bite through that to be fair they're not going to get through that braid to be safe wire traces are good you know that you're not going to have to worry if you catch four or five pike and they take a little nip out of your braid it could possibly weaken that same if you was using normal nylon line be it whatever thickness that is with the wire traces they don't seem to get spooked by it if the wire traces today are very fine and very good so they don't seem to get spooked by it so i'd always clip on a wire trace and that can be done either way you can have the snap link swivel on the end of your main line or you can just put a straight swivel on the end of your main line and have the snap link swivel on the actual wire trace and your lure attached to that. As I say there's plenty of lures around so I'm not going to get bogged down in naming them all but just to give you an example of three or four one always have in my tackle box and it sounds crazy but that is the Buster Jerk I love that because when you jerk this lure its body rolls over which makes it look like a good injured fish which the pike absolutely love so the more you jerk this lure the more realistic it looks especially when it starts to look with little jerks like an injured fish and they come in different weights as well so you can actually up or down the weight the other one I use is the Rapala now the Rapala lures there's loads of Rapala Lures, but again, just look at the colours of these and don't get one that's too big. A Rapala X Rap Petto is a good one, it's only 14 centimetres long but it's got a little split in the middle which splits the two treble hooks up, which really does give it a good wobble as well. This is a really good lure and it gives an accurate lure at 40 grams for you to cast into them as well. And the other ones are the shads, there's lots of shads around. Um, the shad tease is a really good one as well. It's a modern day classic these days. It's got a thin body with a wide belly and again it's very silvery and very white and the tail being a rubber and loose gives it a good wobble which really is good and it gives you the uh, uh, option to put different treble hooks on this as well. The other one I will just get a mention to is the Savage Gear lures and they do what they call a 3D lure which moves in three or four places down the lure which really looks good and when you move that through the water and when you look at that in clear water the savage gear really does look like a real fish because at the end of the day you're looking at lures that look like a real fish And that's the art of pike fishing. Now, the other thing to remember with pike fishing is it's going to be cold, it's going to be slippery. So safety first, guys. Be careful on the riverbanks, the canal banks, wherever you are pike fishing. And if you're fishing in a a fast-flowing river, a river, a freshwater river that's affected by the tide, maybe like the River Trent or somewhere like that, and even at the River Medway, when you're fishing for pike upwards of Allington Lock, when they open the lock to where the tidal river starts, there's quite a flow on that river. And it's quite a good idea to keep out of that flow just on the edge of the flow is where the pike are more likely to be so it's worth just traveling around a little bit and that's the great thing about lure fishing all you need to remember is your landing net put your unhooking mat into your landing net And then you just want your rod, a small tackle box with a selection of lures in it. And you can actually stalk the pike. You can walk up and down the river, find out the shady places, look at where the water is changing. And look also in the water for where fish are jumping because it's a sure sign that a pike is on the feed when fish are running away from it. Obviously not running away because they haven't got legs. But when they're swimming away from it and the little fish start jumping, that's all signs that there's a hungry pike on the hunt and that is a good time to just cast your lure into where that activity is strike quickly keep your line tight and always use your landing net and always use an unhooking mat when you do it now we mentioned about unhooking do be careful with this if you've got a pike anything over four or five pound it's always good to put the pike between your legs sit aside of the pike go inside the mouth underneath his chin avoiding those red gill rakers then open his mouth slightly and the other thing you must have with you when you're pike fishing is either a pair of long nose pliers or long handled pliers and also a set of forceps because they can then click tightly onto your hook and it allows you to have control when you're unhooking that pike. They're great fun to catch, they're fast, they're furious, and they really do fight. And if you've got a carp rod, turn after three pound test curve, medium size six fixed spool, it's great fun catching those pike. And if you've caught four or five pike in a day, that is a great day's fishing. So that's what you need to do with your lure fishing for pike. Don't get bogged down in getting hundreds of lures, just take four or five different lures with you with varying colours. Uh, a nice carp rod 11 to 12 foot maybe even 10 foot 15 to 18 pound line and a wire trace it's a very simple setup and the main thing about it all is be patient because pike are as patient waiting for their prey so you have to be as patient as them but you'll get them good luck and that is your species for this week on the rodcast well all, that's all we've got time for on this week's edition of The Rodcast. Thanks for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it. And now you can go out and do some of that like winter pike fishing across the rivers, lakes and canals across the UK. In fact, you could put on your three-piece winter suit, frenzy winter suit that we spoke about and go and try and find some of those beautiful, big, plump winter pike. Don't forget we're out every Thursday with new episodes of The Rodcast, so on your usual downloadable platforms, it's a tally- to work with the broadcast, and join us again next week on the broadcast.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have Buttery Soft Cashmere sweater starting at $50